Hello, world. What up? Welcome to another episode of the Average AF Podcast. I'm Steve. And I'm Adam. You guys know the drill. Follow us everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We just reached a thousand Facebook followers. So shout out to all 1K of you. Yes, thank you. And over 2,200 streams. So we're getting our numbers yep, up. Yep. Appreciate all the support. Uh, it has been a minute since we got a a uh, review on Apple Podcasts. So definitely make sure to do that if you haven't already. Uh, like we always say, leave us a five star, four star, three star, whatever you want to do. Uh, we just ask that it is constructive if if it's not a five star. <laughs> yes. Um, and then we do actually have a, a big announcement. Uh, we are starting a Patreon page. Uh, it should be available by the time this episode comes out. And we'll just run through a little quick description of, of what it is. If you don't know, Patreon's basically just a, a place where you can go to support us, support the podcast for new equipment. Um, maybe some video equipment, something like that. Um, and then hopefully to get you guys some, some free stuff here down the line, but we're going to do a couple different things. Every tier of the Patreon is going to get 15% off any merch that we come out with. And then just random kind of free stuff from time to time. Uh, we'll get your addresses if you want to send them to us and we'll just kind of mail you some free stuff just randomly we'll make it worth your while just just send us your support financially of course (laughs) uh if you can't that's absolutely fine too um but uh we are gonna have a two dollar tier uh just kind of helps us out you know buys us a pop once a month each (laughs) (laughs) and then uh you do get the episode a day early with the five dollar tier you get the episode a day early and then we're gonna put out a bonus episode every week uh, a 10 to 20 minute segment called things to bitch about oh yeah and it's just gonna be a fun little thing about uh things that me and steve are passionate about and things that we either hate to hear people say or do or something like that it's just gonna be a funny 10 to 20 minute segment and you'll get that every week from us and then a 10 dollar tier you'll get all that stuff as well and a personal shout out on every episode of the podcast and then we do have some options for sponsorship uh for with other tiers as well so if you guys know any small businesses or any other podcasts or bands or whatever it is work at google even yeah tell us. <laughs> yeah whatever whatever you want it to be uh we can definitely uh give you guys a little shout out uh with a little sponsored segment as well uh but other than that guys we do appreciate you tuning in to episode 29 and uh hope you enjoy welcome to the average af podcast with your hosts adam mcelroy and stephen hart Hey guys, welcome to the Average AF Podcast. This is episode 29. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I am here with Steve, as always. As always. Uh, we do want to start this episode with uh, a voice message. Uh, we did get one literally about an hour ago. Uh, it was literally on my way here, uh, which was cool to see yep. uh, from Luke. 
So we wanted to play that for you real quick. Hey guys, my name's Luke. I do a podcast called Epileptic Rants. I have epilepsy and I just do a podcast on my daily life and how I'm living. I just want to thank you guys for putting out your Christmas podcast with Justin, I believe it was, someone else who suffers from epilepsy. I thoroughly enjoyed every, all your content, everything you put out. All right, guys. Have a good one. All right. So thank you to Luke for sending that, sending that in to us. Yes. Um, big shout out to him and definitely check out his podcast, Epileptic Rants, as well. Um, but I don't know, man. It was cool to see that our our content is spreading and, you know, it, it kind of means something to other right. people. So. Right, right. And, you know, Justin was the first person that I met with actual epilepsy so right to know that that episode touched somebody else who had it you know that's 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 a big deal and you know utmost respect to you lucas for you know what you go through like i said i was i wish you guys would have seen my face during that episode because the stories right. he was telling me just made me feel like you know anything i ever bitch about is minuscule in yep. comparison to what you guys have to deal with yeah. so steve was pretty speechless throughout the whole thing <laughs> i kind of was too but you know somebody oh, had to God. talk oh, so. jesus man i just was <laughs> yeah. trying to put myself in his shoes and it was just right it was really truly mind changing right so big shout out to luke uh like i said definitely check out his podcast epileptic rants and then big shout out to justin as well that's uh a uh, friend of the podcast, you know, somebody I've known for a couple years now and just uh, an overall great guy. Um, but there's there's quite a bit of stuff that we wanted to talk about today um, between, you know, we wanted to follow up with last week's conversation about the All-Star game. Uh, there was the All-Star draft that took place. So we'll talk about that for a minute. The trade deadline as well with the NBA. Talk about that just for a couple minutes. And then we have a couple kind of fun segments that kind of got us thinking a little bit about how we live our everyday life. So as far as the all-star game, I'll let you go ahead and start with that. Okay. So on Thursday, um, a couple of days ago from then when this was recorded, they had their annual thing where they go on TV and they pick the teams and whatnot. Uh, I didn't watch it live, but I did catch it on YouTube last night. I didn't really care to watch it. I just did it. I was bored yesterday a little bit. And just looking at the teams, man, for anybody who follows NBA, on paper, this should be a blowout for Team LeBron. Uh, Hopefully it's not. I would love to see, you know, uh, them come and maybe give them a run. But just looking at on paper, as I said, you know, and when I was watching the thing, Giannis was seen, he had to have some sort of strategy outside of just picking the, the, the best player of the remaining players. At least until they got to the reserves, because you know, you know, obviously LeBron had the first pick because he had the most votes. But then Giannis was like, you know, oh, I'm gonna pick my my my, my brother, my African brother, Joel Embiid, who I I love. Right. Uh, he's disappointed me a little bit this year, but I do love he's him as a player. Definitely a good ass player. And then you know, Kawhi, uh, LeBron goes with Kawhi, and then Giannis is like, ah, man, you took my guy. So uh, I guess I'll just go with my other African brother. Pascal Siak it is like oh okay you know like uh, you know and you know we were discussing this before we started recording but 
you know, my friends, like, okay, if you can't ball, I'm not, I'm sorry, right. you know, and you should understand that as a friend, like, right, you can't be mad that, you know, I didn't pick you because there's other players better than you. Right. That's just something you have to, you know, and then he wasn't, clearly was not picking the best players, not to say that any of them, then it's the top 24 players right. in the league I mean, at this it's, point. It's the all-star game, so yeah, the, the level of talent's kind of relative, but like, I mean, he, <laughs> you, you got to try to win. I'm like, saying there's no way. Right. I mean, his bench almost can pretty much match with their starting five. Easy. Yeah. LeBron's so, bench. Yeah, mean, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what he, maybe he's got a prep talk for him when they go in there. Like, listen, I'm going to injure LeBron and then it's anybody's game at that point. Right. No, I hope that don't happen. But uh, <laughs> yeah, just looking at it, it should be a blowout for team LeBron. I do want to mention real quick, I think the last episode, or was it the one before that, where we talked about the rules of the All-Star Game this last year? Last episode. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, you just want to make a quick correction. It will be, you know, 0-0 at the top of the first three quarters. The winner of the quarters, up to that point, will just respend, uh, win money for their respective charities, and then they'll tally up the three scores from both individual teams and add 24 to the highest score, turn the clock off, and it's a race. Right. At that point. So that's when it should get real fun. But, you know, I mean, I, Either I just way, don't. I mean, it's got to be like, it's got to be kind of competitive, man. Like, yeah, I like you said, I understand you kind of picking your friends and your boys and stuff. But like, it almost seemed like Giannis didn't care about winning. You're right. Which kind of sucks. So like, I'm going to go over the starters and we're only going to be on this a couple minutes. But like anybody that knows basketball, this is team lebron starters so it's going to be lebron anthony davis Kawhi leonard luka Doncic, and james harden okay solid ass starters right probably some of the probably the best starting all-star game potentially ever or all-star team anyway pretty damn good yeah Giannis's team for starters is Giannis, joel Embiid. Siakam, Kemba Walker, and Trey Young. So these are all very talented people. Like they're they're all obviously they were all voted in to be all star starters, but just the difference in level of talent and just scoring and even defense just all around LeBron I mean, it's so much better. <laughs> and the starters, and like you said, like that's not even including the reserves. Right. The reserves are so much better than Giannis's, even potentially starters. I don't get it. I don't. I don't get it at all. Uh, so, like I said, hopefully, I probably will be more competitive than it looks. I hope so. I think the format will make it be more competitive. Right. But right. If this was right. two or three years ago, yeah, oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, this might be the most lopsided one in history. Because usually they score like, you know, between 150, 180, something right. like that, Somewhere a game. It's all offense, very little defense. But if this was the format of, you know, 2013, 2015, yes. I mean, it would have been 200 to 120. Yes. Like, yes. that lopsided. For those of you who, who don't necessarily follow basketball, like, that's the difference in playing that that we're talking about like it's almost twice as good <laughs> and that's i'm trying not to exaggerate right, like, but he's not in the slightest though it's insane yes it's insane i mean i'm still gonna watch it i think it's next weekend right 
Um, it's this Sunday. Well, right next this Sunday. Okay. Next, yeah, whatever. Right. A yeah. week from today. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. So, yes. I mean, I'm excited to watch it, but geez, I did not expect this to be the outcome of the draft. The purpose of the draft is for this to not happen. This almost feels like a West versus East. Yeah. Type of talent level difference. Yes. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's almost like Giannis. Like, well, I played against him. I know how hard he plays. And like, because you're on the East, though, so you see these guys more often, and right. you're completely forgetting about the other coast. While right. we're on the topic of NBA, though, real quick, three point shootout should be amazing this year. Damian Lillard, Trey Young, Zach Levine, Buddy Hield, Duncan Robinson, Joe Harris, Davis Bertans, and Devonte Graham. The way Lillard's been playing, it's hard to say he doesn't win it, but we already right. know what Zach can do. Trey Young, I mean, that's anybody's game. Joe right. Harris, he won it, if not last year, the year before that. Right. I didn't so, realize Levine was that great of a three-point shooter. I, I don't get to see him much. I just know him as a dunker, really. And he's really improved on his shooting in the last couple seasons. So, yeah, right. he's definitely not known for that. Right. He's still known primarily for his dunking. But, yeah, he's got his all – overall, he's really stepped his game up on pretty much every level. In the slam dunk contest, the White's back in it. And Aaron Gordon, which should win. Yeah. Derek Jones Jr. and Pat uh Connaughton from the Bucks, which I didn't even know who he was until I, I caught a piece of their game this morning at the gym and I seen him and Okay. You know, he did get a dunk in, so we'll see about how creative he can Aaron be. Aaron Gordon, did he was he the one that won a couple years ago or Against he was Zach. robbed? No, he well he no, he, he, he lost to uh to, to Zach Levine. Was it Zach? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know it was like basically like six fifty scores in a row, right? To where you were like, "Oh my God, there's right. no way he can top that," and they did, right? Like five and times they just straight, kept going until somebody first time dunks too, like they made right. it the first time. Like right. that's the, oh my God, one yeah. of the greatest for right. sure. That was definitely probably the the most fun dunk contest I've ever seen. So, yep, yep, yeah, but, definitely should be a good All Star weekend though for sure. Yeah, I can't wait. And then the trade deadline. So let's get into that a little bit. Um, what were some big trades that either you didn't, you might not have seen coming, or something that you think is going to make a, a uh, big impact? I, I'm really, I was really shocked about the uh, Clint Capella trade, and I'm trying to look through my phone here to f- get the details on it. But who was? I'm trying to figure out who that backup was because I don't. He's a good center. For the he Rockets? Was, yeah. Wasn't it Nene or Nene I'm, or whatever? I'm pretty sure he was hurt, though. Because I think he was involved in a trade, too, actually. Okay. I'm not I'm not sure. Anyway, uh, that team's doing pretty good. I just don't know about, you know, them breaking it up and then losing that, that centerpiece up top is going to help them or hurt them at this point. I don't know. I didn't even know he was on the trading block. And they made a move pretty fast right. to get him out of there. But... You know, I I felt like he liked Houston, and you know he felt like he fit there, and they traded him away. So we'll see. I'm, I I know who they got. I don't know. They got a second round pick and Bruno. Yeah, the Caboclo. the Hawks the Hawks got Clint Capella and Nene. How do you say his name? Nene. Nene or okay. Nene. I've heard both. Yeah. On two okay. K. But so. the Hawks got both of them. They definitely improved then, right? For sure. Uh, but the the Rockets got Covington, Jordan Bell. Ooh, Covington. Yeah, okay. Jordan Bell, solid too. And then uh, Warriors twenty twenty four second round pick. Okay, I gotta figure out who the center is now then, because Robert's not, not sure. a five, 
No. And he's a three, four. Right. Yeah. Kind of so, hybrid. I just hope I don't know what they have scoring. I just don't know what they felt like they needed. Right. To could trade Clint away your right. one of your best defenders. And rebounder. Yeah. yeah. I just don't understand the move. He Capella is like in the top three for blocks, isn't he? Every year. Or the last couple years anyway. Yeah. yeah. You know, and averages yeah. twelve and to fifteen rebounds. Too. And he steps know? his game up hard in the playoffs, yeah. which, you know, that's the kind of people you want. The other trade that really caught my eye was the Drummond trade. Um, when you text me about it, I was sure they gave up Kevin. Like that's the only right. way that will make sense. Yep. But no, it looks like Kevin's going to permanently be at the four, and Drummond's going to be at the five. Um, with Sexton, that seems like an improvement. Right. We'll see. But um, I think on paper they got better. Right. The season's already pretty much for Cleveland is you know in the books. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not going to change anything this so, year. But. Uh, looking forward, and then um, I I kind of want to know what Andre thinks because Cleveland's unfortunately one of those teams that you hear you got traded to, and you're like, "Fuck!" Right. I'm excited, you know, kind of selfishly because now Blake Griffin's going to get a little bit more of the spotlight in Detroit. Yes, but again, yes. he's been injured and not and really. Then, Detroit's not on TV very much unless no. they have star players. That's so. why everybody forgets about Blake Griffin. Yeah, and he's I don't know yeah. what he's doing this year, but. And, and since he came to the Pistons, his numbers have dropped. But right, I was going to say, I think they said Drummond, some, yeah, but, but, some career lows for him, even. Yeah, but generally, when he's the the go to big, I mean, he's he averages twenty two, you know, nine and five or something, you know, right. solid ass numbers. Right, and so I'm excited to for him to get back to that. Um, I don't know if it's just from injury or what, but it kind of seems like he lost a step as far as quickness and burst yeah yeah but and he's still relatively young i thought it was maybe he's, right. no, but he's still in his 20s i'm pretty is sure is he really i, like I would say 29. early 30s but yeah, yeah okay yeah, something like that anyway yeah, yeah um he shouldn't have lost too much of a step right andrew wiggins i seen a piece of him playing this morning too yep. for the warriors um he didn't do they too gave much, up D'Angelo, but... right and they gave up russell which everybody kind of seen that coming with you don't need him when you have stake you know uh steph curry right Clay Thompson, you don't need more scoring, right. really. Did you hear what uh, what Kerr said about that? No. When they traded D'Angelo, they uh-uh. he said uh, it was for kind of the fit thing, like like you said, they kind of didn't need him, and they he even said they kind of knew that when they acquired him too. Okay. They, you know, they were he didn't come out and say this, but it was basically trade bait for right. future because yeah. he's a great player, yes. but. Yeah. He's going to play behind Steph and Clay and then where do you go? Right. Like he's I mean he's a top 15 top 20, you know, point guard or you know, yeah. shooting guard whatever he is. I think he's a one. I would put him top you top 12 even. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean to put him behind somebody on the bench like it's just not yeah. fair to him and yeah. I you really can, like what he did in, in Brooklyn, but, of course, when you get Kyrie, it's kind of like, eh. Right, exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, so he he got traded to somewhere where he can shine and, yep. and you know, the Warriors can deepen their, their roster and stuff. I was surprised when I watched the game, I think, last night, because it was Lakers-Warriors, mm-hmm. um, where Draymond didn't play at all. So the, That's right, I didn't see him. The only starter that I knew of was Wiggins. I didn't even know the wow, other guys. Okay. I was like, wow. But they were actually kind of 
They only lost by five. Right. It was actually a closer game than I thought it was going to be, which is crazy. Yeah, I didn't finish it, but I, I seen the final score. You could like, definitely wow. tell the Lakers came in thinking it was an easy game. Right. So. Play a, a practice yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then um, we got to talk about the move to um, Miami for Iguodala mm-hmm. and what that means for that team. Realistically, yeah. he hasn't played all year. I don't know how much he's gonna think he can just come in and just you know flow right in. You know, especially right. with having played really not at all this year. On top of having all new teammates, right? Obviously, apparently, I guess it's somewhere he wants to play because Memphis is just like I'm not playing here. Well, I mean the Heat, the Heat ended up getting Iggy, and then they got Jay Crowder and okay. Solomon Hill, who's a pretty decent eighth nine person off the bench, something okay. like that. So I mean they got they got a pretty decent trade yeah. right there for Justice Winslow, which is good, but hasn't really yeah, done too much. He's more of a defender. Than and type. then somebody I think is severely overrated, Dion Waiters. Yeah. And then uh, severely Gorgai Dang or something. I don't okay, know. Yeah, who that know is, but about, yeah. Um, but yeah, like Dion Waiters was shit for a long time, <laughs> and then people are like, "Oh, he's coming up," and I'm like, "Man, like, nah." nah. But you remember the hype on him for like a half a yep. season? I was like, "Guys, don't." Yep. You know this back is- when he said he was the next Dwayne Wade. Right. Right. Yeah. This is the uh, Jeremy Lin fucking treatment. Like, <laughs> good for a half a season. <laughs> you know, uh, like oh, next D Wade, huh? That's right. when they said that. I was like, "All right, keep an eye on you then." Right. That's some big shoes. But I think that's he he said that to get into the media yeah. and then he was hot for a month or two. Right, right. But he's so overrated. But the Heat got a good ass trade to acquire Iggy, Crowder, and Hill for those three. Yeah. Okay. Who I think collectively <laughs> wow. anybody, any of those three that the Grizzlies got, Winslow, Waiters, or Dang, are all not as good as Iguodala or Crowder. And they're about as good as Hill. Right. So yeah. the Heat definitely made Man. out in that and trade. And they're second in the East already. And it seemed they have gotten better. Yeah. yeah. Only second to the Bucks right now. So Nice. Yeah, they turned around. Because I know early in the season they had their you know, ups and downs. And then Jimmy finally seemed to find his role with that team and his place. And then they right. started taking off. Right. So, yeah. Shout out to Eric Spolstra. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes. And then especially what these trades do next season. A lot of these trades I don't think will make a difference this year. Right. But next year when people are coming off injury, especially Stephen Clay with Andrew Wiggins, that's going to be big, and Draymond, you know, and stuff like that. And just I think next year these trades will be more significant than the rest of this year. All right. For sure. And then uh, another thing – I. I brought up to to Steve. I just thought this would be kind of cool to to think about. We like to think about uh, or or kind of self reflect a little bit, uh, not necessarily every week, but just here and there, and try to better ourselves. And you know, however you want to do that. But I was trying to think of one sentence or a phrase or something like that to uh, describe yourself to somebody that might not know you. So again. Recently, we've gotten a lot of new followers and things like that. So I wanted to kind of let them know of who we are the best way possible, but with one sentence or phrase. And it's kind of difficult to narrow that down. Um, Yeah, I had a hell of a time. Right. And then the mine, you'll hear it, but I don't even know if it fully 
encompasses, but it's 80%. Okay. So, like, for me, I I basically describe myself as, like, the most simple, complex person that there is. <laughs> like, I'm a simple guy. I don't need much. But at the same time, when when you start to dig into my head, like, it's pretty complex and there's a lot going on in there. Yeah. So, I thought this would be a cool thing to try to see if we could figure out. Um, but I'll let you go first. What what was the sentence or phrase that you came up with? And we'll see if I agree or disagree. Okay. So mine kind of rhymes a bit. I think I thought it had a nice ring to it. So. <laughs> okay. But it's four words. Less stress is best. Okay. I like that. Okay. Uh, just looking back on, you know, and especially in my later years, you know, obviously the older you get, you're supposed to mature, right? Right. That's the goal. Personally, I almost actually to a fault for sure to a point where it's detrimental. I avoid stress. Same. <laughs> I avoid like the damn plague because you know I just I, I I'm a firm believer in that stress shortens your life uh, expectancy, and it's just something we talk. You talk a lot about stress and how it's really in most cases not productive not beneficial to really carry around or deal with right and it just makes every day shit you know no uh, question did you think of that because of me uh, as far as the stress comes or is that something you've always kind of thought well, about okay so because uh, i understand i have a different viewpoint of stress than true. a lot of people so to paraphrase i, I got us uh, i also wrote down do what makes you happy okay so that's kind of another way when I say less stress is best. Focus on what's going to bring you peace and happiness. I'm pretty sure that, you know, uh, that's kind of what I've been doing. Even if, you know, at 12, I wouldn't have said it like that. Right. But, you know, I always kind of known or thought about what I want to do with myself in my life. And I've kind of already, like, I don't want to say subconsciously known, but that everything else is bullshit. <laughs> like just kind of you know we're all individual people you like what you like no matter what that is you can you know you have influences but there's particular things you're going to gravitate towards that's just who we are find out what those are and hone in on that you know what i mean i've always known when i was young that i would have a small circle and that i've always known that a bunch of friends is unnecessary right i've always known that i wanted to make music I've always there's things that I've always known. I've I swear since I was a, a tiny fucking child that I just wanted to gravitate towards. And I always kind of like innately knew like if I just chased that, you know, my life would be I don't want to say stress-free. Now when I say I avoid it to a point where um it's detrimental sometimes though, I avoid it through running. I've done that too. Not dealing with the problem head on. It may be a stressful situation that I didn't necessarily cause, but since I hate stress, I'll find other ways to kind of like circumvent it. And that's the thing, though. You never truly, like, you convince yourself that if I just avoid it, it'll go away. But no, that is very, very, very rarely the case. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And it's just best to just deal with that situation as it comes rather than trying to find ways to bury it or run around it, go over it. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, so it's not always cut and dry, you know, finding what makes you happy. I was lucky enough, the older I get, the more I realize that there's a lot of people that truly do not know 
what they're passionate about. That's kind of almost a foreign concept to me. Like, right? Do you thirty plus years old? Like, you don't, you haven't done anything yet that you're like, yeah, like I really, this is me right here. This mm-hmm. is something that I want to do, want to chase. And people are genuinely like, yeah, man, I don't know. When I think about what I want to do the rest of my life, I'm just kind of, and it's just like that's always kind of baffled me in a way. But I, I, I completely get it. I could have been like that too. I was just lucky enough, I guess, to discover it pretty young and knew that I would eventually gravitate towards that. So. Right. I I would, uh, you know, knowing you for, I, I don't know, what, like five or six years yeah, now? Man. Probably about six years. Actually, or 2013, so. bro. So, seven going years? on seven. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would I would definitely agree with that as far as a good, good way to describe you. I, I think that's one thing that kind of brought us together a little bit was like we were both just kind of like fuck that like who cares right like yeah it's not a big deal super chill super laid back and you know not there's a book called uh don't sweat the small stuff you ever heard of that i mean i've heard the phrase not the yeah book, there's yeah. a book and it you know there's a bunch of quotes and stuff in it but that was one of the most for me the life-changing books ever because it's literally like if it doesn't most of the stuff we get mad and stressed out over will not matter tomorrow. Right. Right. Literally not matter at <laughs> all. You're not even going to think about it. Right. So why are we blowing up over it right now? Right. You know? Yeah, I think, uh, and that's, I mean, I, I kind of came to that conclusion too uh, at an early age, just kind of naturally, but uh, I think it's a a Buddhist quote. I'm not sure. I think it's Buddha, but uh, similar. Basically, mm-hmm. They say, and I'm I'm paraphrasing, but um, if you if you can't change it, don't worry about it. Uh, essentially, yeah. like, I, and there's more to it, but that's right. basically the and the concept of it. Like, if if there's no way to change what's going on, then quite literally, there's no reason to stress about it, right? Because there's nothing you can do. It's going to be the same whether you stress about yep. it or not. It's yeah. just accept it and move forward however you need to whether that's get more money whether that's change a habit whether that's cut people off you know whatever it is at a certain point you have to realize that you're not going to change that situation and you just have to move to the next step now and i think that's for both of us how we've kind of i guess advanced through life in in a very somewhat relaxed way right because and and that and I keep referencing it now that we've brought it up on the podcast, but like kind of the list thing that I've been talking about, how things are just on a list now uh-huh. of you know for me to do. Like the the example I brought up was when I found out I was having a daughter. Like obviously, there's more to it and there's more emotions than this, but like okay, that's a real thing now. Now we don't stress about it. Now we just figure the fuck out what we're doing right and move forward because there's nothing that's going to change it not that i would want to or anything like that but like you just have to figure out how to move forward and that just cuts out all the stress and all the bullshit and all the extra stuff because there's no point in stressing now you just got to move forward so um i again i think that's something that kind of brought us together is that we very quickly realized how level-headed we both were right. sometimes to a fault right but you know we got along very well because like 
you know, I'll tell you how it is and you'll tell me how it is. And it's not out of an angry place or anything like that. It's just like me being like, yo, Steve, you're fucking up. Right. You're like, damn, I am, you know, right. Or vice versa. Like, it's not personal. It's just, this is a situation. We got to do something about it. Right. And I, I always vibe well with, with people like that because I'm not very good at holding my tongue. Um, I try to make it as friendly or something like that as possible. And I, I don't obviously try to piss people off on purpose, but again, I'm just going to say what it is and we're going to move forward as friends or not. Right. <laughs> and, uh, we've always been able to have those tough conversations one way or the other. So, yep. Yep. And it's, you know, steel sharp and steel. Yep. If we want to get better as people, it's up to your friends to, you know, that's, a, that's really who you have to depend on, uh, kind of show you a mirror sometimes when right. you need that, you know, to right. be shown that mirror. And, you know, I wouldn't trade that for nothing. Right. For nothing right. at all, man. Definitely, definitely helps kind of get through our day. Um, so for me, the, this, I tell people this all the time. Um, and if you know me very closely, you'll probably agree. Um, but my phrase is just basically two, two words you can say it in in multiple different ways, but for me, it's comedy first. Okay. So my life is comedy first. And no matter the situation, the first thing that comes to my head is a joke or something horrible to say or something like that (laughs) that makes me laugh. And that can get me in trouble sometimes. I can see that. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know, because me and Jerry, Jerry actually, I think it was him, introduced me to stand-up comedy at like 11, 12 years old, something like that. And we've just loved it ever since. We'd watch hours. We'd listen to stand-up albums and kind of stuff like uh-huh. that. And so between hip-hop and comedy, they're kind of a tie for what's the most important thing to me. All right. And I think comedy comes first. And the reason I say that as far as that kind of encompassing me is because a lot of times... If you if you spent if you spent a good amount of time around me or something like that, I'll say something and then I'll laugh really hard. And people are people will be like, you know, you're laughing at your own jokes or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, it's not that. It's that I didn't know what I was gonna say. So I said it and it was hilarious to me. And I'm like, wow, that's funny. Uh, but I had no idea that that was gonna come out of my mouth. It's just because that's just how I am and it's just comedy first. And I think my brother actually is kind of part of that because okay. my brother's very quick. He's, he's got a quick wit and stuff like that. Anytime we're around each other, like we're very different people, but we're both quick with comebacks and just kind of like things like that. Mine are usually a lot more vulgar and mean <laughs> than his, but you know, same idea. And he's essentially 10 years older than me. So when I was four, five, six years old, you know, kind of learning things, he's 16, 15, you know. Probably roasting you. Right. All the time. All (laughs) the time, dude. Yeah. And there's not much I can do except try to come back to him quickly. And it's just, it just, at a young age, I was taught to, you got it. It was a, it was a general rule that you had, it was like an unspoken rule that you had three seconds to respond. Okay. Because. 
after you know think of somebody saying something to right. you and if you wait too long to say something back you're like ah right. dude you, the whack right. you know right. you waited too long you got about right. three seconds to respond if you got nothing then you're out right. right so you just had to come up with something quick and i think that's the best way to to describe me is at all times i'm goofy i'm i try to be funny you know i i do kind of have my business side when i when i need to but even then things kind of slip through the cracks yeah but yeah for me for me it's comedy first okay since you put it in that perspective just thinking about you uh yeah that's a large part for sure like okay so when i first started coming over to um would that be on stadium stadium yep you set the tone in the house which was come through chill have a good time right that's what I tried no matter to do. what was going on, I mean, shit was getting cut off. Yep. Like, you know yep. what I mean? Like, you didn't, I mean, I'm not to say you didn't give a fuck. Right. But you never let that shit get to you. Right. Never do. And you always made light of the situation, you know what I mean? Or you just be like, yeah, it kind of sucks, but I'll get through it. You know, you. I've never seen you sit there and be like, damn. Right. You know, you, 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 and like you said, you got Jerry, and y'all got a lot more back then. Right. You know, before children happened right, right. but you know uh life and jobs and shit but uh yeah I, I definitely agree you don't know how much and i've always been a chill person but that's always been behaviorally yeah you kind of showed me like the mental side of being you know stress i don't want to say stress-free because nobody's stress-free right but controlling that stress and realizing that you are in control of how much stress you're in Yep. You know, I've always been behaviorally good. People, adults have always told me as a kid, oh, you're so well behaved. But mentally, y'all, I'm very much a fucking child. <laughs> right. You right. just don't think so because right. I'm I'm sitting in one spot behaving right. and not talking very much. Yep. But, you know, uh, definitely because I was going through a rough patch when I met you. And, you know, just being around you, you kind of soaked that up. You know, that, hey, you know, shit might be bad in some areas of your life, but it's never... Um, or rarely a situation that you can't laugh at in some way or form and, right. you know, take something from and move forward with, you know. So. That's that's what I try to do, man, is just try to, no matter, no matter how bad the situation got, is try to spin it into a positive way and joke about it and laugh about it and things like that. Like, like you said, there was, there was a time on Stadium where I'm... I'm pretty sure I was living there by myself, but the the gas got cut off, right? Yeah. Couldn't pay for it and stuff like that, whatever the situation was. But it was January. Oh, jeez. So I I took ice cold showers in January, um, you know, for, for about three or four days. And then I realized, hey, I got some friends, like, and I hit up Jerry. I said, hey, man, this is a situation you mind if I come shower like right. every day, like just so I can get a warm shower. Right. And obviously, he's, you know, he's like, yeah, man, come on over. Um, I think I got a key to his place for a week or two just okay. to be able to do that kind of whenever I needed to. And that's kind of the situation I'm talking about. Like, yeah, shit was kind of bad and like not good. And I wasn't, you know, always eating every day or whatever right. it was, but yeah there's always an option so there's like you know everybody has one other person that they can reach out to like and if jerry for some reason 
couldn't help me out, then it is what I what it is. I did this to myself, and you got to deal with it. Learn from it. It's just how it is. And if you know me, know that that never happened again, right? Right. Because now that's a priority, Right. right? Right. But there were times where. Um, I slept in my car. There were times where, like I said, I I might not have ate that day. There's kind of a, a story that I've told multiple people, just people that were around, or if people ask kind of how, how I'm so chill and things like that. You know, multiple people have heard this, but I had a five pack of ramen to last me eight days. That's just kind of my famous like yeah. start story of like, it can get worse. So as long as... Like, I don't know. Shit can just always be worse. Shit can always be worse. And I've lived it. And I didn't have anything like, nothing was terrible or anything like that. I've just had some struggles and some, you know, some that are maybe a a little more than other people. But, you know, nothing crazy. Nothing that I couldn't get through. But that's the thing. Like, if people ask, like, how are you so chill or whatever? I'm like, dude, I ate today. There was a time in my life where I didn't get to eat every day. So, like, I ate today. I have a car. I have a home I can go to with the electric on, with the gas on, with internet. Like, I'm fine. Like, and that kind of circles back to what I said earlier. Like, I'm, I'm one of the most simple guys. But when it comes to, like, mentality and things like that, it can be kind of complex figuring me out. But as far as physical and things like that like i don't need much man i'm just a very simple guy like you know i've i've told multiple people that i've dated like they're like you know you're happy with hot dogs and mac and cheese i'm like that's because i didn't have that at some point like that is perfectly fine i would eat hot dogs and mac and cheese seven days a week if i had to Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna bitch about it like it's just things have been worse and I don't know, that's just kind of where I get my mentality from and, you know, always be able to laugh at yourself. That's the, you know, at certain points, that's the only thing I had was comedy. So whether it was somebody else saying it or me saying it or whatever, you just got to be able to laugh, man. I like, I like. So I'm glad you agree with that because that's, that's kind of something that I've always thought of as, as comedy first. Yep. As a representation of, of who I am, like. Like I said, I got my business side and stuff like that, but no matter what, the goofy nine-year-old kid is, it's, it'll, is it'll right poke his under, head out. Right, he's right under the surface. He will poke his head out yep. at any situation. Yep. Yep. There's nothing too serious that, yeah, it just yep. can't happen. Yeah, there's that. always a joke that can be made. I know that. <laughs> uh, and then the last thing we, we wanted to talk about was kind of something that went viral recently. Uh and I don't know if you guys have heard about this, but it's about people that don't have an internal monologue inside their head. So let me read this tweet just uh, just to kind of preface it and kind of put it in perspective. Um, this was from at Kyle Plant Emoji. That's who posted it. I don't know who that is, okay. but that's just who, you know, who posted this and I saw it. But he said, fun fact... Some people have an internal narrative and some don't. As in, some people's thoughts are are like sentences they hear, and some people just have abstract, nonverbal thoughts and have to consciously verbalize them. And most people aren't aware of the other type of person. 
So basically, if you guys haven't heard about this or seen the video, I'll post it in the in the episode description as well. So you can kind of see where I heard it from and, and what I sent Steve. But basically, if you if you see somebody walking by or something like that and you're thinking, oh, they're pretty or something like that or, oh, they're tall or whatever it is, that internal monologue in your head, not everybody has that. Wow, Adam. <laughs> yeah. Every time I hear it still, it's like, what? Yeah, it's 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 crazy to think of. I mean, it really is. Genuinely is. So there's a video, like I said, I'm going to post it in the description, but uh of a of a gentleman interviewing this this person that doesn't have an internal monologue. And the craziest thing is to her what he's trying to explain about people with an internal monologue and stuff it kind of doesn't make sense to her. Right. Because she's always lived without one. Right. And the way she's answering some of these questions, you can just see on his face that he's baffled. Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. it just doesn't make sense to him either. So, um, definitely check out that video if you haven't already. But when I sent that to you, what what did you think when you watched okay, it? Okay. So, I made, I, I got some questions I'm going to ask. Okay. For and me gonna, or like the audience? Uh, for for everybody. Anybody. You, okay. I'm going to answer them. I want the listeners to the weigh in. Please. <laughs> okay. Shed some light. So, Ashley, if you haven't watched the video, I'm going to right now pause this podcast. Right. Take 10, 11 minutes out of your time. Go watch it because you understand my questions a lot more because right. they're based on what I what I watch. So, so um, immediately... My my question: How do you read? How does your brain process what you read? Right. If you don't think in thought, like in words at all. Now, me personally, I can do both, and I'm trying to. I was trying to think of why that is, and you know, I also wonder if you can do both too. But let me explain what I mean by that. So, like, there's situations where, okay, we'll use the one you just said when you walk past somebody and be like, oh shit, she's cute. Right. You know, I can mentally think that in words. And then there's also times where I think situationally. That's the only way. That's the best way I know how to put it. So in like a concept form, like, you know, uh, and I think a lot of that, I always tell myself, like, dude, you got to up your vocabulary because I feel like there's words out there to describe what I'm seeing and mentally, I just don't know what they are. Right. So, you know, um, I think in arguments, a lot of times, like, um, I'm not witty enough to go back to our last topic because like... I know what I want to say. I just don't know how to say it. And so in in that way, I can relate to what she's saying. Like, there's just, you know, maybe that's, I don't know. But she seems to have, it's like you almost have no vocabulary at that point. In in her head, that's the problem, is that there's there's nothing that she can, she can't think in words. She can only think in concepts, to your point. Like, so they asked her, how does, how does she read? And she basically said, like... She reads out loud. Well, kind of. Yeah, she she does. But, like, she also sees the sentence structure. And then at the end of it, knows what it says. Which, like, is fucking insane. Yeah, like, it's I hard don't, to wrap my head yeah, around I that. don't even know what that means. So, like, the words paint a picture. Kind of. Yeah, but she said, she said sentences have, like, a wavelength, almost. Yeah. That, she said a shape is the word she right, used. Right, okay, yeah. yeah. But Wow, that's just, I can't think yeah. in those terms. Yeah, it it doesn't make sense. But that's, Yeah, it's it, like trying to talk to a dog. And <laughs> like, 
you know. To her, though, she doesn't understand how people will talk to themselves mentally. Cause, I don't understand how she don't understand that. And that's, right. yeah, that's that amazing. That seems like a simple concept. Yeah. But to her, the what, what she's describing seems like a simple concept. I don't know how old the lady is, but she's been doing it for 20 plus years or whatever. And yeah, it's just it's just insane. But what else you got on it? So can you, uh, my question to you though, like can you, are you able, is it strictly words? Are you able to think in thoughts? Because a lot of times, um, let's say when you talk to me, like uh, when people talk to me, I take what they say and I form pictures. That's why I right. bust up laughing a lot of times because I'll see what they're talking about. And the right. visualization of that <laughs> will just make me laugh. But when I think up to myself, though, you know, most of the time it's in words. I may mumble here and there, but I could definitely shut my mouth and it wouldn't stop in my brain. It'd just be like, right. I'm just not saying it now. Right. So, you know, do, what I mean, are you, can you relate to that? I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think it's kind of normal to think in situations, but I think, I don't know. I don't know how to put it, but I think. You're taking the information in and then forming the concept or whatever. She's not even like taking in the words and like repeating them herself. Cause you're, you know, tell me, tell me if I'm wrong, but like I would think when somebody's telling you a story, you're consciously taking in that story and then painting that picture. Right. For her, they're just telling a story and then she's got a picture. She's not like comprehending the words per se or repeating the words obviously she comprehends them yeah but she's not repeating those words back in her head and uh you know things like that like somebody just says something to her and then she's got that image right so like another thing that they brought up was uh arguments in the shower right like oh i should have said this and blah 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 and like she's she said she's never done that She's never thought about an Get old. Ow. Like right. the, the more I watched it, the more I didn't believe what she was saying. Right. Because it's just that much. Like, so you, the, okay, in the video, that he asked her, so he said that him personally, he'll like replay conversations in his head that he pa- had prior in his right. life right. and how he would reword different stuff. Like she said she had never done that before, ever. Right. Well, she can't. She She would, she might do it out loud, but she can't do it internally. Because there's no no words. I, I don't even know what to say to that. I literally right. don't know right. what to say to that. Right. Well, I I do want to shout out Alexa, too, uh, which is one of Maddie's friends. She listens to the podcast. Okay. It was actually her recommendation to talk about this. And I happened to see the video like a day before she recommended it. So I already knew what she was talking about. But it never crossed my mind to even bring it up. So... Shout out to her, but she did mention we should try to bring somebody on with no internal monologue and try to talk to him. And I was like, that's a great idea, except it it might be hard. It might be easy to fake. True. You know what I mean? And there's no, there's no vetting that. Right. Because there was, and I'm obviously not going to say a name or anything, but there was somebody that uh, I used to work with that I saw this video and stuff, and then a day or two later... They said, oh, you know, I don't have an internal monologue. That's so crazy. Like, uh, you know, I didn't know that that was the case, you know, or whatever. And I'm like, dude, bullshit, because (laughs) we've had conversations about you saying how you just stayed up all night thinking about stuff. 
they don't do that. Like they, they might, but it's in a different form and things like that. Like, you know, I, I it's so hard to even explain. Yeah. And that's why, you know, like Steve said, if, if, if you haven't seen this video or don't know what we're talking about in general, if this doesn't really make any fucking sense, definitely click the link in the description because it'll hopefully shed some light a little bit more clear because that video has somebody on, um, both sides like somebody with and without the internal monologue but yeah it's just such a such a crazy concept that i don't here's I don't my even next know. two points okay. and listeners please get a hold of me somehow <laughs> some way and let me know what you think about these because these next two points definitely may like no you're lying there's no way you're not okay. human you're not human okay <laughs> so she says she has never daydreamed yeah, I heard that. Get out of... You cannot convince me. You cannot convince me as a human being. I'm sorry. Well, and there's no way to, you know, combat that or whatever. Be like, ah, bitch, I caught you daydreaming. Right. Like, you know what I mean? But <laughs> to, gotcha, say that, <laughs> to say that you have never, not once in your life, I, I, no, you can't convince me of that. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's, that's a strange one because when you daydream, you... You're still not think, thinking in words, though. Yeah, you generally think yeah, of situations right. or something like that. I would playing think, out in your head like a little episode right. or a, you know a scene from a movie right. or. But the the other thing that they brought up is about dreams, and asked her if she had dreams, and she said yeah, and they said, well, is there a monologue in those dreams? And she's like, you know, I'd never thought about it, but I don't think so. Okay, that's different from not daydreaming, though. Well, right, that's my point. Like a dream is essentially a daydream. Right. Like right. that's it's the same idea of one you're, you're awake for. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But if you dream How could you not daydream? Right. Like that's just no. Right. So I'm that sorry. was weird. That I'm was weird. sorry. Like it's just hard that. for me to and people please let me know what you think. Like, do you have you uh I'm I'm gonna tell you right now, <laughs> if you leave me a voice message saying you never daydream before, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna throw my phone in anger. <laughs> he just got that phone, so please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> It made one payment on it, but I mean, I'm saying like, okay, after that point, I almost stopped the video. I was like, you know what? No. And then yeah. the next point is, so that would mean that she's never got a song stuck in her head. Ooh. Get out of here. Wow. You are not human. I didn't even think of that. That means you have never had a song that, no, Adam, no, 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 no. <laughs> No, that's the only word that I can say to that is no. Oh man, you are not human. <laughs> you telling me though, I've never had because all words like what you think about the beat, like right, <laughs> right. I got the no. Mickey Mouse Clubhouse song stuck <laughs> in my fucking head for about a year and a half now. Oh man, I didn't even Adam. think of that. Yes. So like when she hears a song. On the radio or something, does she either sings it out loud or not at all? Or you're not listening to it somehow? Like, right. you tell me with headphones on, like, no. Like, I mean, she can obviously still comprehend what's being said, but, like, my thing is, like, but even if a- you're rapping along with the song or whatever, like... I might rap along in my head, but I'm not confident enough to do it out loud or whatever. Yeah, right. You've never done that? Right, dude. <laughs> No, Adam, you cannot convince me of that point. And my, my, my previous point with the uh, never daydreaming. I'm sorry. 
So when she told me, when she, well, the actually that was in the comments about the song being stuck in your head. She didn't say that. Okay. But to say you, you know, that would essentially mean you don't think in words, right? So like you can't even. So that means any song you ever heard, you've never went back and was like, damn, I want to hear that again. Well, wow. like, no, Adam, you can't convince me. I'm wow. sorry. Somebody convinced me. Good luck. <laughs> Good well, luck. Well, the other thing with that is like reading. Like the first, the first thing they asked her is, how do you read? <sighs> like, how do you read without saying the word in your head? But I mean, I don't. And she says she like mumbles it, or she like in right. some way she's like it may she, not be audible, but she's she mouths it or right. something like that. Which okay, I've seen people do that, but rare. Right. Rare. Rare if you're above 12. I need to know how many, what the percentage of the population that's like her then. Well, that's if my this thing. is true. I, I haven't done research on it and things like that, but it's such a, it's it's something that's become so viral and things like that, that you would think that there's some truth to it. But how do you prove that? Right. That That's when Alexa said, hey, you should have somebody on. I could probably tweet it out or put it on Instagram or Facebook. Hey, we need somebody without an internal monologue stat. Right. And like we got, you know, like we said in the intro, we got a thousand Facebook followers. We got a little over 500 on Instagram and we got like a couple hundred on Twitter. So you're talking out of the 1700 people. I guarantee we would have had five to 10 people hit us up. Saying, right. hey, we don't have an internal monologue. And I guarantee 90 to 100% of those people are full of shit. Yep. And just one on the podcast. Yep. Because there's no, there's, it, it there's seems not. like there's no way to prove it other there's than not. to drill you with questions and you're just going to answer with some bullshit. Right. Because even if you're honest, which what this chick seemed to be honest, it still doesn't make I sense. I want to believe her, Adam. I right. do. Right. I want to believe her. Right. You can't convince me you've never had a song stuck in your head. Wow. I didn't even think of that one. That's, you can't convince me of that. Yeah, that's that's yeah. No, you're not human. Then you're a damn Terminator <laughs> or something. Like you know, <laughs> like, oh man. Even him had bats of the bone probably stuck in his head though. Right. Yeah. You, you know something. Like that's just very hard for me to. Wow. Very hard for me to swallow. Wow. That. I didn't even think that. Like the national anthem. Like nothing. Star Spangled Banner. Nothing. How do you learn songs? Oh, like you don't even think in. Yeah, because you can't repeat them. Yeah. Can't repeat them internally. So you say it out loud until you memorize the song? You just sitting in your room like, oh, I'm just singing a song so <laughs> right. I memorize it. Like, no. Oh, my God. Adam. Wow. I'm sorry. So somebody fucking blow. Yeah. I yeah. mean, like you said, like, I want to believe these people and I'm not calling them liars. I'm not but either. Like, it's just very hard to convince me that, you know. Especially you, you when know. There, it's hard for us to prove. Yes. If somebody knows of a way to, like, a foolproof way to determine if... There's somebody not. does or not from the outside like internally you right. would know if you do or not right yeah but i mean, I was gonna say the only way to do it is fucking go on some inception shit and just hop in people's b- dreams real quick right and see like what was going on i'm because- sure they can do something with like a cat scan and like seeing which part of the brain lights up for certain things but yeah i was gonna say is there a certain like spot a, for speech a language or like versus a, right, image or right. something maybe but, there is yeah i don't know but the, i know all these people haven't been through that cast can or whatever dude, it is i just want to know the percentage if that's true and it's a real thing it has to be less than one percent of the entire population on the planet earth it, it has, has to be. be especially because like that tweet said the people 
with it and the people without it don't know about each other. Right. So that means it has to be small. It has to be extremely rare. But at the same time, when does this conversation ever come up? True. You know, because if if you say... Because you would assume everybody does it. Right. Everybody. If if you say, hey, I was thinking about this and this and this, they can understand that, but they just think about it differently. Right, right, right. But the, the no song stuck in your head thing, that's a very good point, and that's a very... I need some answers. Very interesting one. I need answers. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> definitely definitely give us some some feedback on that. If you know somebody, um, or if you yourself live with that or or whatever it is, just let us know. Um, like I said, especially if there's a way to prove it. Or basically something we can ask somebody, like kind of more or less a trick question. To where it would kind of call them out one way or the other, depending on how they answer. Yeah. You know, I don't know, but we, yeah. we haven't done research into this too much, but it yeah. just seems it's such but a baffling I want, I concept. I do want, please, if you truly don't, I want you to speak up. Let me know, because uh, I want to pick your brain a little bit, not just to try to prove you wrong, just to try right. to understand a little bit more what's going on right. here. Because can you imagine life, Adam, you personally, like, I... I Maybe that's why people fucking just go psycho. Because if I couldn't express myself outside of you know physically or you know at least right. Well, that's that's one thing I wanted to bring up too. I was talking to somebody today about it, and like they brought up another point that I I didn't even think of, and they said like I was I was showing them the video, and they were like, oh, that would get me in so much trouble because yeah that's what i said at work like i would be fired i want to have a job to to have a thought you have to articulate it yeah that's the crazy thing to even have a thought you have to articulate it even if it's a mumble or something quiet like (laughs) you still have to articulate it in some sense yeah and again my mouth already gets me in trouble (laughs) let alone the shit i don't say so imagine to to bring it back to our our previous topic, my comedic brain with literally zero filter, it almost has zero filter as is. But some of the shit I think of, if that was just said first, yeah, I yeah. would I would be homeless. I couldn't get hired I'm anywhere. Ask, I'm gonna ask my roommate because she she I'm I'm putting a percentage on it for her, but she says she pretty much. And I live with her, so I know. But, you know, I'm going to say like 80% of what she thinks, she literally verbalizes it. Yeah. And I want to ask her. I will tonight. I haven't had a chance to see her before I watch that video. But, like, do you have an internal monologue? Because, like, she'll just be walking around the house and she'll literally just start talking. Whatever she's doing, she'll just be mumbling hmm. about it out loud. I wonder if she if she's able to literally just close her mouth and think it without and it <laughs> that sounds, sounds like so such bad. A, right? <laughs> Shut your mouth. Right. And it's not an annoying thing, but I've come to, you know, I used to always like, huh? Or ask her what she said, and she'd be like, I'm talking to myself. They don't don't but I'm like, it's hard. Right. Because I don't want you to think that I'm ignoring you when you actually are talking to me. Right. You know? So I always be like, huh, what you say? And you know, she's like, oh, don't worry about it. And me. just like the, the personality that she has, like you would think she has an internal monologue with, you know, some of the right. mannerisms and kind of things like that and, and tendencies and whatever you want to right, call right, it. Right. But it's possible because you can still have those emotions and feelings and reactions, but not think of them verbally. You know, mm-hmm. and that that was to to this lady's point. She said uh, she does experience anxiety and things like that, but 
she almost doesn't realize it until she notices her hand shaking right. or that she's sweating or something because there's nothing internal telling her that she's right. freaking out. That's crazy, right. Adam. Right. You have to look at the physical like, okay, now I'm stressed out. Right. Like, oh, wow. Right. But she wouldn't ever think that, okay, now I'm stressed out. She can't think that. She might Unless say Unless she said it. it. Yeah. yeah. Which, wow, man, that's just a crazy. That's so, insane. Um, before we jump off that topic, I had a, a quick side, like, uh, topic, if you will, related to that loosely. Okay. okay. Uh, it came, uh, so when I listen to music, a lot of the sounds I hear will actually invoke a feeling. Um, probably for you. I, yeah. Does yeah. I do that for you? Yeah. Okay. I did. I just wanted to know if that was a common thing because like, yeah, I tend to think of, I, I can feel a feeling and like put a sound to it if I wanted to, if I thought about it in that way and vice versa. Like sometimes noise, uh, sounds and noises would, you know, invoke a feeling mm-hmm. inside of me. So I didn't know if that's something that was pretty common or. I don't, I, I think we'd have to dive into it a, a little deeper, yeah, but so, I, I think all, all music is supposed to do that. Okay. Now to what level and to, if you just hear like, you know, somebody putting a glass on a table, if that invokes a feeling, right? that could be a little deeper. That could be, you know, some type of, I don't want to call it a disorder, but some type right. of mental thing going on. But right, right, I right. think as far as music and some sound in that aspect i think the reason that it's so enticing for people is because it's supposed to do that i think the opposite is the weird one where people say i don't really understand music because it doesn't do anything for me like at all i know people like that wow and that's that's like i said that's the opposite is more of the weird thing i well i shouldn't say weird but more of the rare thing yeah to where music doesn't do any of that doesn't invoke any feeling or anything like that that's the that's more hard, rare man. one yeah that's hard yeah. for me to yeah wrap my head around too yeah you ever heard of uh i think it's called asmr yep yeah I, yeah it's weird <laughs> yeah I, i'll call I that one weird but i definitely experienced that yeah for sure with spe- mostly with music now i guess some people you know experience it with you know other things too like a certain voice or a certain pitch right. you know but music yeah definitely. i know there's there's asmr uh videos on youtube of people either rubbing the mic and like that sound okay or people just whispering in the microphone okay and it, it sounds really good to people and they like how it sounds yeah but, you know it's yeah. it's a little different for everybody but it's the same idea it's just uh another auditory type thing mm-hmm. But yeah, man, humans are weird. Everybody's we are, different, and that's that's the crazy thing. That's the, one of the main reasons I wanted to go into psych. Um, but yeah, just re- it's a hell of a field. Kind of realizing that I'm fascinated with people's crazy isn't really enough to be a, a psychiatrist. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm stealing this from from Dan Cummins, who's a comedian. Uh, and he has a, a podcast called Time Suck, which is amazing. It's one of my favorite podcasts. But one of his things he said on one of his specials was, because uh, he went to school for psychology too, and he said, I realized that being fascinated with crazy people doesn't really mix well with 
not being able to laugh at inappropriate times. <laughs> he, he's like, yeah, I just, you know, I, I laugh at, at inappropriate things and I'm fascinated with crazy people and that doesn't mix well in that field. And I, after I saw that, literally I was like, oh yeah, yeah that makes sense. That's kind yeah, of me. You could probably ruin your reputation real yeah, quick. Yep. Anything else you want to add on, on any of these no, topics? Man, good or? talk. Please. Somebody that listens to us, <laughs> Give us some feedback, your thoughts, whatever they are. I want to know. Just try to get a yep. better understanding of this right. concept. That my brain just like no, no, right. no, not possible, not right. possible. Eh, eh, eh. Right. Between so, between anything we said today, we better have at least two or three I'm voice saying, messages. Please, yeah. Uh, yeah keep help in me mind, understand. We just found out that voice messages are a max of one minute. So kind of keep that in mind if you want to leave us a voice message. Let us know what it is. If you want to leave us a longer voice message, you can. You're going to have to record that separately and email it to us, <laughs> which is perfectly fine, too. Yeah. Our email is everywhere on our socials, so that's that's fine as well. Uh, but, yeah, man, people people are, are definitely strange, strange creatures. Yes. Cool. Well, so thank you guys for joining us on episode 29. Uh, this week's Not So Average song of the week is by a band called then i fly and it's a song called paradise now i want to mention this uh for me personally because i've known these guys since probably 2007 ish 2008 something like that and they've actually meant quite a bit to me personally um they're actually based out of colorado now but we grew up in the same high school. These guys were a couple years older than me. Um, and I met their drummer first, Garrett. So Garrett, if he's listening, you know, shout out to him. I've told him this multiple times. And I don't know how he feels about it. He never really said. But Garrett's always been like a mentor to me uh, when I was younger. We were both drummers. And, you know, he... he you know, played the style that I wanted to play. Mm -hmm. He was the cool older guy, you know, had a, a band that I really liked. They're very talented and things like that. And we started a band as well. Me and some of my buddies, uh, Garrett and the lead singer, Cody were gracious enough and, you know, nice enough, I guess, to let us go into Cody's basement and hang out with them, record some of our band stuff, you know, on their equipment and things like that and kind of showed us the ropes. Uh, we played Barnstock a couple times together, which is obviously a play on Woodstock, but it was in uh, our buddy George's barn. I believe he was the bassist at the time. They've recently got two new members, but uh, yeah, we played Barnstock a couple years together and these guys were just great guys. Uh, like I said, extremely talented and, and Garrett meant a lot to me. So when he moved away, it was kind of a hard hit on me, but we've always kept in touch. Uh, but these are honestly some of the, the best guys I've, I've ever met. Uh, but yeah, this week's song is called Paradise by Them. Uh, they gave us a little bit of information as far as what to expect and, and how to find them you know, in the future. Yeah, just some good old boys from Belleville, Ohio. Started playing music together way back in the day, 2005, roughly. Uh, made it out to the Mile High City in 2013 and still playing music. Uh, the song that is going to be on the podcast afterwards is, called, is from the album Please Take Offense 
Such a good album, too. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. They will be recording their new album uh, next month. It's going to address a lot of the issues with religion and politics that are keeping us from evolving, which sounds... Yeah. Very smart guys. Very okay. deep guys. Yeah. Yep. I love concept albums. Yep. You know? I really do. So, yep. they plan to release it in the summer and uh, take um take it on the road for a tour. You can keep up with them on their Facebook and Instagram at then I fly and their website, then I fly.com. Uh, just to let you guys know, anybody that's local, uh, they have reached out to the promoter of the Freak Stomp Fest that happens at the Clear Fork Ski Lodge every year. Um, it, you know, they've let us know that they pled their case to, you know, let them play. And they said, you know, I'm thinking that we should get a hashtag then I fly at Freak Stomp hashtag campaign going. That way they, they put them on. <laughs> Yeah, this this is their you know their hometown, Belleville, Butler, Ohio, and uh, you know these guys are so great. So uh, with that, just a reminder, guys, you know follow us as well on our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that kind of stuff, and then check out our Patreon as well. That should be live by the time this episode comes out. Uh, you know, just to support us, support them, however you can. Um, But other than that, guys, hope you enjoy the song. This is Paradise by Then I Fly, and have a good night. Here we out. Take a